Hi friends and welcome to today's episode of the Dance Principles United podcast. I had an absolute blast interviewing Chantelle Kermy and Samson Smith for part of this incredible three-part series talking about how to make preschool magic for our little ones. Now Chantelle and Samson are the founders of Little Groovers, an absolutely out-of-this-world preschool program. They have their studio Base 181 in the Hills District and they have also been incredible professional sought-after dancers. Samson is a member of Justice Crew and is one of the most respected break dancers in Australia. Um, and Chantel has had an incredible career performing with every um, huge artist you've ever heard of in Australia, as well as international artists such as Ricky Martin, Kylie Minogue, um, Jerry Halliwell, oh my god, just to name a few. Now, they have a wealth of knowledge talking about preschool because they do some incredible things inside their program and inside their studio. I hope you love today's episode. Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hey friends, and welcome to the Dance Principles United podcast. I am so excited to be joined by Chantel and Samson from Little Groovers. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, we are so good. We are so excited to be here. Thanks so much. Ah, I'm so pumped to be talking uh, all things preschool with you guys. Um, We're going to do a special uh, couple of part series um, with some amazing preschool tips Mm -hmm. and tricks. But I have to start by asking you a big question that I want to know the answer to. Is that all right? (laughs) I know, I don't like that because I've never actually asked you. So, you know, at the start of this episode, I read out your bios. Uh, You know, Samson, you're in Justice Crew. You're one of the most, you know, well-known break dancers in Australia. Chantelle's been an in-demand dancer, dancing with like every single Australian pop star and then like international stars like... uh, Ricky Martin and Jerry Halliwell and Kylie Minogue. So most people in your position go into choreographing, working with high-end dancers, working with elite dancers. Why preschool? Ooh, good question. <laughs> we actually, if we're going to yeah. be super honest here, when we first did our studio, so Actually, Samson always wanted to start a studio, even before Justice Crew. Like, that was his Mm. number one thing. Like, he really, that was your goal, right? Like, your dream. That's what I wanted to do, yeah. Yeah. But then we obviously, you know, started dancing and we were doing that professional thing. And so um, I guess when the time came, then we started our studio and we could make it work. But initially we were like, ooh, preschool, (laughs) no way. I'm not even kidding. But do you know what I think it was? I think it's because we didn't really know what we were doing with preschool at the time. It was such a, like, foreign thing to us. Um, But then we really nutted it out. We got our structure right. We really delved into, like, educating ourselves Mm, on preschoolers and it changed our life. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, honestly, changed our whole studio. What are you saying? Yeah, I think, like... Because from a preschool, like only in the dance studio, from a preschool and that they stay from preschool up to the senior age. Yeah. 
They've, they, they've got your values. They've got everything that's about your studios. So um, that's, yeah, that could be like one of the reasons Absolutely. why. Yeah, and I think um, when you have them at such a young age, you can really teach them uh, the fundamentals mm. or how mm. you kind of want to form them as dancers, if that makes sense. But we're really big on creating the whole child as well. So not just dance steps, like really helping them be little leaders in the classroom. And then we got really obsessed with school readiness and getting them ready for big school. And then we had our own child. So that just really oh, amplified. <laughs> yeah, we were like, you know, how you are when you're like a new parent and you're just reading all the yeah. things. Oh, that yeah. is so cool. And I love like that you talked about the education side of it too, right? Because I know you guys are so big on education. And obviously um, it's yeah. been trial and error. You've had like this incredible studio that does so well. But now creating this little Groovers program is all through that trial and error and what you've like, you know, found work in the classroom, mm. I guess. 100%. Like we didn't just create the program and boom, it was like, we knew straight away there was so much trial yes. and error oh, yeah. um yeah we had like so many different ways of doing things and then it wasn't until we really like after each class we'd sit down we'd piece it together <laughs> we'd say no yeah. that didn't work this worked um so it was a constant refinement yeah. Which all the amazing. time but we were honestly like it's yeah. so amazing because it's an incredible program. So, you know, you guys have obviously put in, you know, years and years of training into creating this. Um, but, you know, today I wanted to chat about uh, preschool concerts, right? Because we're going to start at the end mm. because it's that time of the year that everybody like, you know, concerts is on everyone's mind. So we're going to start at the end. I know you guys uh, put so much magic into your um concerts as preschoolers i've seen what you do at base 181 you do some incredible things so i was hoping to chat concerts does that work yeah let's do that that is yes. so absolutely <laughs> so like i don't know about you guys but like i so believe like that incredible preschool concerts begin with the preparation right it's not just like on the day and like hey i've got it all together today it's like the preparation that starts so much before um, you know, you even started talking about concert that mm. it starts in class months and months and months before that. Um, you know, tell me about what you guys do at your studio. How do you prep the kids? Like, do you really focus on the preparation? Oh my God, do we ever. <laughs> me and my spreadsheet, <laughs> colour coordinating yeah. everything. Um, yeah, there's so much. I think you have to be so mm. on top of it with mm. preschoolers. First of all, because their parents are just like, they've just got so much on and it's probably one of their first introductions into maybe mm. doing a concert. Um, so they're not sure what to expect. So you really need to nurture that. But in terms of the preschooler in the classroom, um, we work a lot on, for instance, like them running mm. on stage. That's a big one. And we will start doing that for, I would say, like, the first week of term four, um, straight away running on and running off, just getting Absolutely. them used to that. Um, we might have a different method to some other studios where we don't position them um, in like certain lines. We just put our markers like on the floor. Placements or markers, mm. yeah. Yeah, and we educate them on running to mm. the placemat. 
Um, and if someone's on the placemat to go to another one, I think it's too much pressure and stress for a three-year-old to know what oh, their position okay. is. Um, yeah, so we do it that way. Um, and we always usually just have a straight line so that every preschooler is seen. Obviously, if you've got 20 on stage, then placing the markers so that everyone Absolutely. can be seen. Um, but we will leave, yeah, we will leave those markers on the stage for the entirety of um, for the show. And yeah. how we do it is we have like just a preschool dedicated show and we'll always slot in some of our kindy kids so that the preschool parents can be like, oh, that's what they're Absolutely. stepping into, especially. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that Absolutely. really works well. And like that work. preparation is so key. So, you know, practising the running on lines. I know you guys like work on, um, mm. uh, I know that one of your taglines is conquering your shyness. And is it embracing your flightness or something like that? It's very cool. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? Yeah. Believing your flyness and ah, conquer your shyness. I love it so much. So how do you do that in class yeah. when you've got kids? You know, at this time of the year, so um, many studio owners have people, the parents coming to them going, I don't think my child's going to go on stage. They're going to be so nervous. It's going to be too much. Uh, you know, how do you focus on that in the classroom before you even get to concert? Yeah, for sure. Do you want to answer that one? Yeah, I think um, as Shane was saying, as we run the routines, um, we, we just make sure that we keep drilling them, drilling them, and just um, making sure each kid um, understands what mm. they're doing. Because <laughs> sometimes it's kind of like there's moves there, but it's like as long as the assistants and the teachers are there to support them in a way that they feel comfortable enough to be able to just perform in their own space. When they're, when they're confident enough to do it in their own space, then maybe in the last four weeks or so, we'll bring in a bit, a bit of an mm. audience in. I mm. uh, say so the parents will come in or maybe some of the older kids or some of our assistant teachers will come in and just so the kids understand that, oh, there's actual people watching yes, us. Yes, absolutely. So that kind of gives them a bit of an, So, yeah, we, we want to just keep drilling that into them. And then a big thing we do in our classes is, we always do like a circle and this is where for them to find their confidence to dance mm. in front of everyone. And the way we do that is that we'll probably get the first three who are always confident enough to get and dance up in front of everyone. That will go first. So then the rest of the crowd can, uh, the rest of the class okay. can follow them. Um, so that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one for, for them to conquer oh, the shyness. Cute. So what, getting them in the circle, um, yeah. like freestyling yeah. and stuff like that and just, you know, uh, being brave and dancing in front of people. Is that what th that is? That, that's a big yeah. one for us, yeah, making sure that they just didn't just come into the circle and just do any, like, whatever we've taught throughout the class or any step from the routine. Um, and, yeah, that would just, that's helped us a lot where they'll break their um, shyness. So. And I always explain to the parents when they're doing that or whoever's on our admin being um, just breaking it down for them and just making it known that that's a really big step for them to mm. get into the circle. And I just put mm. it in their kind of, I guess, language. And I was like, if I got us to go in a circle right now, who <laughs> would get in the circle right now? And, and uh, actually, yeah, no, because sometimes I think 
as parents, we think kids should have more confidence than us or like they should just be able to do things and they should just be able to go into the middle and and break out. But when I say, would you do that? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, (laughs) how are you going to expect a three or four-year-old to do that? (laughs) Absolutely. That's a really good point. And I think it's about educating the parents on that, right, and reminding them about it. 100%. But I was going to say another thing we recently did in terms of building the confidence was we created a book um, and that book spoke about like a little monster who was really nervous to go on stage and then she found her dance crew. Um, Mm. And that was just another way to help the parents Mm. connect with their kids at home as well so that they're constantly having the message. They can read it before bed or whenever. and that really just helps it take it out of the studio, but for parents mm. and the preschooler to connect on a different level with dance because we often, our classes are 30 minutes and we've only got a quick 30 Absolutely. minutes with them. So, you know, that there's only so much they can retain yeah. in that time. Um just to have that to kind of boost their self-esteem Absolutely. a little Absolutely. That's um, the Maya the Monster book, right? I know that's part of uh, the Little Groovers syllabus and you gifted it recently to Studio Growth Club members. Such a cute book about, you know, that the parents can take home and read about, you know, overcoming that fear mm. and, and getting up on stage. It's such a cute idea. Yeah, and I think it's also just um, – contributing to that school readiness and we say how much it's teaching them you Mm. know to learn to read and things like that so I think the program's a holistic program as well that really helps them in the studio and out of the studio another thing I've just thought (laughs) as I'm thinking (laughs) this is going on um we do our teachers do practice videos so they were like create a video of the routine Mm. and really hype it up and then they will send it on our studio app and make sure that each kid gets it because I find that preschoolers love Absolutely. dancing at home and they're the ones that actually <laughs> practice because <laughs> the parents are like, are they ready? So they'll make them like watch it all the time. They will send us like snapshots or videos being like, look, so-and-so is practicing. Yeah. Um, so it also helps for great um, social media content So cute. As well. And it's so true, right, because all kids just love dancing in front of the TV. My five-year-old just wants to dance in front of the TV nonstop when a song comes on. So if they can be doing, you know, if you can be sending videos home for them to do it, it's such a like absolute key, right? Yeah, mm, amazing. Exactly. All right. So that's, you know, the prep before the concert. Big question that a lot of studio owners ask, and it'd be interesting to know your takes on it. Rehearsal, no rehearsal. What do you do for preschoolers? Do you mean like a full yeah, kind of, full dress, kind of rehearsal? dress rehearsal? Is it your thing or not so much? Absolutely not. <laughs> Mine either. I'm not into stage rehearsals <laughs> either for the whole reason. <laughs> You know, whether it's a stage rehearsal, a dress rehearsal, whatever you want to call it, any sort of rehearsal in the theatre or the venue that you're doing your concert in, because preschoolers mm. are going to do what they're going to do on that day sometimes. Like, I don't know if it, sometimes yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. whether it's worth the hassle that for the parents, the extra stress, all of that. I'm just never sold on it, mm. but other people have different ideas. So I was interested to know your thoughts. Yeah, no, we don't We do not do that. We've never mm. done that. Um I think for us, yeah, they're just, we do do a lot of education, say like around waiting backstage and that the lights are going to go dark and that's totally normal. That's just before we're going to go on stage. So things like that. But 
I just think keeping them there or an extra day is just too much for them. Mm. Also too much for their um, parents to commit to at our studio anyway. At most studios Um, at that time, at at Christmas time. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just want to make it as enjoyable as Mm. possible Mm. and just like, yeah, give them so much love on that concert day. Absolutely. That's a no from us. So let's talk about the actual day and what happens. So how does it start for your preschoolers? Like, you know, they get to the venue and how does the whole event, how does the whole concert day start and what do you do to kind of like infuse that magic in it? Okay. (laughs) How many things are we going to get? All right. Well, we always start with our Mm check-in process. Um, And so when the parent comes, well, first of all, we send them a video of what the layout's going to look like so the parents know exactly what to expect. Um, And they also do like a walkthrough, right? Yeah, like a walkthrough of like, this is what's going to happen. Like literally me and Samson and our team turn into (laughs) actors. We kind of take the piss a little bit. I have to say that. We just so the parents, you know, understand what's going on. Um, So we'll colour coordinate each of the uh, Mm -hmm. preschool groups and they will each have like a head kind of teacher, but that teacher will be dressed up in something super cool. So this year we did superheroes um, and our yeah, super cute. Um, They loved it. They were so starstruck. That's so gorgeous. (laughs) But it will always match Mm. our kind of theme. Um, so we'll have two of the main kind of preschool teachers greeting the kids so that they always have yep. a familiar face. Mm. And then they'll get their wristband and then we have walkers who will walk them into like uh, a backstage room. We usually always let one mm-hmm. parent go with them so that they're not um, like bound to cry or yep. anything like that. Um, but they feel comfortable mm. just with that one parent and also more for the parent for them to feel. Yeah, sometimes it's more about the parent, right? <laughs> Once they get into yeah. <laughs> it's always just about the parent. Um, so they'll go into this kind of weight room um, and that weight room will have things like colouring in, um, all fun yeah. kids stuff. Um, we're going to play a movie this year. Um so that, you know, when they go in there, they're like, wow, this mm. is awesome. Um, and then they're probably in there for max. Well, before all this, it's it's max 30 minutes, right? Yeah. They arrive 30 minutes before they perform. So it's pretty much they're just going check-in. They're going straight to the room. They'll do a mm. bit of colouring in. And then yeah, awesome. Stay. So 30 minutes before <laughs> yeah. the show starts or 30 minutes before, like, they actually start, like, their actual performance time or it's only such a short show that it doesn't matter? Yeah, we just do short Absolutely. and snappy shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually have maybe, like, 35 to 40-minute yeah. show max. Mm. Um, so the parents yeah. are just in and out. Um, but 30 minutes before the yeah, actual yeah, yeah, show. Cool. Will so they're start. still not there for very long by the time um, you sort of get them settled and started. Yeah. Yeah. And we always separate them. If we do have older kids, um, which we've had in previous years, this year we're not, but we'll always separate them mm. from the older kids. So any like energy that's just too hectic for them, we'll make sure they're separate yeah. from them um, and that they won't even really see the big kids because. Mm that will overwhelm yeah, them straight absolutely. away. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're in new space. Yeah. Yeah. New environment. They're going to feel a little bit like, well, this is 
Mm. This is a lot. Um, and we always have what we call courage dust. Um, and anyone who's feeling nervous, they will get a sprinkle of courage dust on their head, which makes all their nerves Oh, that's so away. cute. Is it like just glitter or something? Is that what courage dust is? But it's a matter of like giving it a special name, right? It's like with so many things, it's just making the big deal about it, you know, empowering your team by teaching them to use Courage Dust um, and like sharing that with everyone. I love the idea of Courage Dust. That's so cute. Yes. And the team know that they got to make a big story about yeah. the Courage Dust. <laughs> if it's a girl, it's a magical yeah. unicorn that's created it and if it's a boy, it's a superhero or either or whatever. Um, but you just got to talk that kid's language. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of that. And then they will go backstage. They'll go straight away on stage. We do our finale. We do a red oh. carpet. And then we hit the party oh, amazing. room. Amazing. <laughs> so before we talk oh, about man. the party room, let's talk about the stage pit because that's, look, it's the important bit for us. But for the kids, it's not always such the important bit. For kids, it's the whole thing, right? And I think sometimes uh, studio owners forget that, that it's it's actually the whole day or the whole time that they're there or whatever that is um, that has to be memorable, mm -hmm. not just the two minutes that they're on stage. Um, and the whole mm -hmm. thing is uh, what we remember. It's the backstage moment. And, like, even as um, adults, I don't remember performing so much, but I remember being in the wings. I remember being in the back, um, in the dressing rooms, yes. hanging out with my friends. Like that's what I remember from concerts, right? It's all of that, which is the same yeah. with preschoolers. Yeah. So when they actually hit the stage, what do you guys do? Do you guys, um, you know, some studios uh, have, uh, you know, assistant teachers dance on stage with them. Some have people standing in the wings. Some have them uh, down on the floor. What do you guys find has worked with your preschoolers? Yeah, so we have, um, yeah, we have assistants mm -hmm. on stage. But what we do is that we put them on yep. the ends of the, that we put all the kids because we place the mats down. We place mm -hmm. them in the middle, so then we've got the two assistants yep. on the sides. Um, so we, we, with the lighting as well, is that we can lighten up the little kids instead of seeing the. Oh, I love that as well because it's not about them, right? <laughs> so you don't want the focus to be on them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So when when they see the the um, uh, with yeah, so the lights are just on the uh, kids, and then the assistants are just helping. Well. We have to do oh. that all in rehearsal, but um, they're just on the sides, just yeah, assisting the kids. So with our show, it goes from it goes from one like we have mm -hmm. a one track, and with our ones that we've rehearsed with the kids that they run off, so the next one comes on straight away, and it's all mixed into ah, one whole track. That's interesting. So I haven't know, heard of that being done kids, before with little ones. It makes it because we got a lot of feedback. This was actually from our very yeah. first concert. Was that I think it ran for about two hours? Was it? Yeah, maybe yeah. Like hour an and hour and a half. half it ran something. for about hour and a half, and a lot of the um, like the grandparents were saying, "Oh, that was yeah. pretty long." So we're like, "Oh, okay, let's split up the groups." And then yeah, and then we found out that the way we've been doing it with the one track and this the mix mixing it in mm. all in one works well for so there's kind of so. like uh, music yeah, so kind of now in between kids... like some sort of a mix where it's like that 
it's like old school, like, like I want to yeah. call it a tag because I'm old <laughs> and I used to have a tag on and off today. <laughs> Samson's like, I've never heard of that word. But there was definitely a, a happy so feet moment. I had those. <laughs> yeah. I had those. <laughs> I used to do like the section of it and then a bow and then off stage for the tag. But, yeah, like a transition piece of music, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I think that's the too. Um, really important, depending how you want your show, but if like a child's just standing there, that they don't feel confined to just staying on the side to go up to the child and move them and, or like last year we had a kid who literally did like the whole start of the routine facing the, like the wrong way. (laughs) And Samson had to go on stage way and he was like what are you doing he was saying to Samson what are you doing I'm like trying to turn him around and he's like what are you doing and then it was about I'll say it, it was about 30 <laughs> seconds and then once he turned around the audience was like yeah like you got it. that's so got cute it, yeah. that's, but yeah, that's, that's so cute so Anything can oh, happen. Absolutely. And I don't know if I've like shared this on the podcast, but we uh, we do it a lot differently to most uh, people at our studio or my studio that I had was with our preschool concerts, we actually don't dance on stage with them. Um, we have a teacher that's like um, sitting in the front row so that basically the kids can just see their head or like bobbing down and kind of doing the actions. Mm-hmm. However, oh, I always have uh, two teachers standing on the wings on either side ready to go on, like you said, and they know that you do whatever you mm. need to do to make that kid have the best experience, whether that's going on and doing the dance next to them, sitting on their knees, doing the routine, whether it's just holding yes. hands with them and waving, like whatever that is, we actually go through that and we like talk out scenarios, even so much as I play, um, you know, in the training, the staff training before concerts, I've played like snippets of other teachers that have handled things in the past from like past concerts and gone, hey, I really love this. This one, not so much. I didn't love that you picked, I think you picked her up too early. That was too early. You should have let her have a bit more of a go, like whatever that is, right? And I think it's like training your staff, especially if you've got young staff, because so many young teachers like go Mm. to pick up the kids too early, I find. Like the younger kids, they want to pick them. There's something about picking kids up. And I'm always like, no, like let them try and do it by themselves before you go to that. That's like last, absolute last case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think you better to get, try and yeah, have a go really. first. Yeah, one hundred. I love that you guys do that. It's so so cute. So you know, you mentioned before um, you did a finale for preschools as well. Is that what you said before red carpet? Tell me, what do you do? What sort of finale yeah. do you finale do? Dance. Well, we actually just started Amazing. this last year, but it was a bit of a game changer. So we, oh, you can explain. I feel like I'm talking so much. <laughs> so it's, like, it's pretty much like we, we teach the like yeah, finale throughout all the preschoolers in the classes. And then at the end, um, what was it, like a Christmas? Yeah, was we it, usually do it, like a yeah, Christmas kind of dance. And then, um, yeah, they just come back on stage and it's like, it feels like a whole mm. unit. So there's so many of them. Because usually they're only used to who's Absolutely. in their class and then they get to see all these other preschoolers all on stage and they go extra, extra so hard on stage. Cute. Yeah, and I think because we thought, yeah, we wanted our preschoolers to have like two opportunities yeah, on stage 
Because it's a lot of money. Does enough? If they're yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we want to yeah, spotlight minutes, yeah. them mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, but it worked so well for us last year. So we've kind of started a so, new tradition. So good. I think it works well because once we finish the finale, then we can just split the kids in in a half. So then we can go straight into the medals and stuff. So they're already on stage. So with the finale, do you just have them um, all come on together? Do you have them come on to bow or anything like that? Or it's all just like, hey, let's all just hit the stage and just go for it. How do you kind of like actually position that onto the stage? So after they run off, they will kind of like snake back Mm. around to the entry side. Um, And then we just kind of enter them that way. Um, And then each class gets a lot, kind of gets a line as they run on, but it kind of gets messed up a little bit as well, probably. Yeah, it's not really like super structured, but we'll have all the assistants kind of going around. Like our team is usually on stage yeah. for the finale, just kind of like just helping party, kids yeah. out, making sure they can be seen. Yeah, partying along with them, like doing the routine. Um, so that's more kind of like their loose, fun finale yeah. vibes. But I think what makes a big, a, a big one on it is um, always having someone on the mic. So they're hyping the oh, crowd nice. up as well. Mm. Um, so as preschoolers are dancing we still want the audience to feel like they're a mm. part of it as well so we'll get the get the audience up cheering they they kind of they pretty much know the moves as well so you'll probably see them i love that and really creating like that fun yeah. atmosphere so what you someone's on the mic going we'll hey get up you know let's clap let's give them a big round of applause like that kind of style stuff is that what we're talking yeah, yeah. yes the hype man yeah hype man. super cute are you the hype man samson <laughs> <laughs> usually yeah. i'm on stage doing the routine come on no. you gotta do what you gotta do at concerts right <laughs> i actually love yeah it. I really love so it. much it's so good um and then you do red carpet um as well which is something um we've kind of taught uh in tribe and in studio growth club and stuff like that but you have every kid like gets their moment on the red carpet to get their medal is that how you guys do it Mm. Yeah, definitely. So we usually send them out in pairs just so it goes a little bit mm. faster. But this is this is also in their classes as well. We yeah, we practice in their classes. So as a, as a structure in the class, it's we yeah, absolutely. One hundred. <laughs> and we also always have like we'll have a walker who will start at the beginning of the red carpet and walk them down, mm. and then kind of yep. that's their job, really, just walking the kids down. Um, and posing them because we find that our kids need a little bit more help kind of getting down there because we have quite a few young young ones Um, but yeah they all get their medal anyone who's moving to our kindy program will get a what do you the graduation graduation they walk down with that on as well and it will have yeah yeah, and it will have like next stop is kindy movers which is like our next um yeah, just planting the seeds for mum and dad Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of leave the kindy kids mm. till last to be able to pop them on. Um, but each kid gets their own moment and definitely have a photographer at the end of that red carpet snapping so every single cute. kid. So cute. So you touched on before the party room. What is the party room? Tell me about the party room. Is that's at the end of the show, right? <laughs> This the party room is my favorite time. 
it's it's just a it's a place where it's it's like a setup. This year is glow in the dark. Glow in the dark, yes. So we got like um where we'll have mm-hmm. like a dance floor that's got a bit of a uh, LED <laughs> lights on it. And it's just more for the kids to like feel like um you know they graduate they've been dancing all year and it's just for them to like celebrate with everyone a part of the studio we'll have all our assistant teachers mm. to be involved um we have like a like for them to have like a photo Cute. shoot in there um do some face painting yeah. go on a dark put some glow in the dark oh, tattoos nice. on but everything um, is branded in our studio so we don't just like it's obviously for the kids yeah. to have lots of fun mm. um but we want you know our families to be instagramming it and mm. posting us and our brand as mm. well so it's Amazing. a win-win so it's kind of like an after party um, right it's like a disco roomy kind of after party mm. after the show is that right mm. yeah yeah big after party and now it's been so big that the kids i mean not so much our preschoolers but our older ones you know they submit their requests for what they want in the <laughs> party room now and i'm like <laughs> that's so cute so so you move the kids after they've done red carpet and stuff you move them to this after party party room thing um, and then other parents invited into that as well or how does that work yeah so usually we say one or two parents can come in mm. depending like how yeah. big the show is um and because obviously we want the parents to be involved taking pictures um and just like jamming out with their kids as well um so yeah absolutely we'll have the kids in there if we can fit grandma and grandpa too they can come in um just depends on capacity for us um then after that we will check them out and we'll give them a little goodie bag with all our vip information in it Mm. with their class Ah, for re-enrollments when they when you Uh, say goodbye super clever super clever so um the party like how long does that kind of go for is it like a set period of time like if you've got another show or anything like that how does it outwork yeah we usually Mm. do 30 30 to 40 minutes um yeah we do because the changeover takes a little bit of time but we usually just dedicate one staff member on that they're on the timer and that's their job to kind of filter everyone out get their goodie bags and then um, reset for the next That's so show. awesome because I know we hear from yeah. so many studio owners that the pickup after concert, like, is hard, mm. it's stressful. Um, and for me, like, you don't want it to leave a bad taste in the mouth of these parents, all the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I've heard from other studio owners, you know, that they it takes forever and there's long lines for the parents. And like, the parents want to celebrate. It's meant to be an exciting fun day. So I love the idea of doing like that after party. So I presume it just means that you kind of let everyone check out slowly a little bit as well and then kind of have mm. that, you allow that time and, and make it important. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good one where all the parents are, say they're in the party room and then they can leave whenever. Like if they've got the parents that want to leave quick, they can just grab yeah. the feedback straight away. But the best thing yeah. is most of the kids don't want to leave. <laughs> I don't so want to leave, Mum. They're like, no, I want to stay. So it's a, it's, it also works <laughs> really well for us. That's so, that's so cute. I love that idea. I haven't heard of anyone kind of doing it like that. It's such an interesting kind of different idea, but it's so, you know, 
we, we talk about our concerts being memorable and like creating these lasting memories. Mm. And, you know, uh, you want to make sure every child has a great time and feels celebrated. I, I love that, you know, you're giving the child, let's say there's the kid that doesn't dance because we all have one of those kids that for some reason freaks out, doesn't really dance. You're then giving them other chances to mm. have a great day regardless. Like they're then, you know, they've got the finale, they've got the red carpet, but then even if not, they've got this party room. So they feel like they've had this awesome time regardless of what happened on stage and the parents can see value in that. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I think it also we do have some students who are really nervous to get on stage. And so we will say, if you feel they're not ready, like we'll always say, you know, bring them along. If they don't go on stage, we're just really honest with them of how we're yeah. going to approach that um, as teachers. Um, but, yeah, if they don't go on stage, we always invite them to the to the after party because they can still be with their team. They can still yeah. feel a part yeah. of it. And hopefully they've seen it and they've seen that it's not daunting or scary and then they'll participate oh, in the next one. So um, clever. So that's so kind of clever. Oh my God, the after party thing that is like absolute game changer. Like, is there anything else um, that you guys do that really like creates the magic? Anything that we forgot to touch on before we kind of finish up? You know, it's so hard because you've told us so many amazing things, but you know, I know that you guys are so big on empowering the kids. Is it, I suppose, the one thing we didn't talk about was like the teacher vibe? Because that plays so yeah. much into it. Stressed dance teachers that are like, oh, my God, your hair's not right. That doesn't make for a great <laughs> memorable um, experience for it. So do you guys work with your staff on that? Yeah, we do. We do a lot. They know yeah. the vibe at our studio and they know the expectation mm. definitely of of what we want. Like we, the other day um, a preschooler parent came up to us and they gave her, I was so happy, they gave us the best compliment. She was like, I just want you to know, she's only been with us for two weeks, every single person in your team has treated me exactly mm. the same, like everyone's like on the same level and I was like there's honestly no better like uh, compliment for us. So mm -hmm. definitely a lot of training on keeping that light, mm. fun energy. Like it's not that Absolutely. It's, it's not brain surgery. Like if, they, <laughs> if they get something wrong, like who cares? It doesn't matter as long as they've had Absolutely. a great experience. And for us, more than anything, more than the dancing, it has to be a great experience from the moment they walk into the door to they go out. And so I tell you to my team, you are on show 24-7. Mm. We Absolutely. are doing a show right now. Yep. That's like just whatever you have to do to make that child's mm. experience amazing. I love that. That's what we're doing. I, I think as, as I think as studio owners, it's like um, you know, we want the best like to for the for the concert where we we have to have catch ups with our team once a week mm. until concert. So from term starts, uh, we, we yeah we we meet mm. once a week um, just to go over the same thing, whatever is happening at the concert, just to keep us. Um, on Absolutely. track so everyone's but I think um, that saying that clarity is kindness mm. so don't just say to your team have this attitude it's like no you need to be really clear with them about what you need from them and yeah. give them examples and paint a picture for them and what about if a preschooler yep. wets their pants or do you have something like what how mm. are they meant to deal with that and 
situation we had last year, which I was not prepared for, was a child like vomited just before she went on. And we had someone trialing like to be a part of our team and she completely freaked out. And so just little things like that, like are your team equipped in those situations? Do they know where the spare pants are held? Can they get onto it straight away? Because if we're not educating them on that or telling them what we need, we can't expect them to read our minds and just be like, oh, just do what Chantel would do, do, do what Samson yeah. would do. Like we need to give them that Absolutely. Clarity. I love that so much. I love that you said that you meet with them weekly because I think um, sometimes we just presume that our teachers get it. And they don't always, some of them, um, you know, might be new to working with children. Some of them might just have had a different upbringing or just have a different mindset to us, right? And it's your studio and you need to be training them on how you want to present it. Obviously, leading by example goes a big way um, and modelling that behaviour. But yeah, I love that. And I do the exact same thing as we talk out specific situations, like, what do you do in this situation? Mm, yeah. What do you do in this situation? And how would I handle that? Like I was showing like the videos and I show back of like past concerts. Yes, that's a great way to handle it. I would have done this a little bit differently. This is what I, but it's about that training, right? Because that's so important for our team. And one yeah. thing is if you're thinking, what do we do weekly? Sometimes we just repeat the thing Absolutely. we did last week. <laughs> because sometimes... You just want them to be so clear on what their jobs are on the day that they can, like choreography, spit it out to you and you know when you go there on the day, they really just understand exactly what has to be done, where they're going, like who they're dealing with. Um, so just uh, drilling it really. I think with Shan, how Shan works is that everyone mm. has a role. So then in in our meetings i feel like we're going to start this in the next two weeks but in our meetings everyone has to prepare it's kind of like a speech so everyone has to remember what they're mm. actually doing from the start of the day to the end of the day and then making sure that they kind of understand yeah um, it's so step. important i love that so much Oh my God, so many great takeaways from that. Um, I hope everyone got so much value. Thank you so much for sharing what you guys do at preschool concerts. It was an absolute blast to have you guys. Oh, thank you so uh, much for having us. This, this is fun. We're going to um, keep going in our series. Uh, join us next week. Chantel and Samson are going to share some other great preschool tips that they have for you. We cannot wait to see you on the podcast next week. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, Amanda here again. We hope that you loved today's episode. If you did, make sure you check out Little Groovers on Instagram or on Facebook uh, to see so many incredible things they've got going on. And if you love the Dance Principles United podcast, it would mean the world to us if you dropped us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and press that little follow button. It helps us more than you could ever know. We would so appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much. 